I'm Hannah. I'm Katie. And this is One, One Kiss, Kiss Means Forever. This is the podcast that talks about all of your favorite made-for-TV movies, the kind that you'd love to go, oh, wow, isn't that glamorous? And also this at the same time go, oh, wow, this is really, really what? Um, so <laughs> this is the kind of movie that we're talking about uh, that you see on Hallmark Lifetime. Netflix, and uh, we saw this one on Amazon Prime. Uh, I think it's also on Hallmark Movies Now. Oh, Hallmark Movies Now too. There you go. Yeah, it's it's a few places. Um, so today we're going to be talking about a movie from March fifth, twenty sixteen. I think Hallmark. It's Mar Vista. Mar Vista. So jury's out jur- if it okay. actually ever aired on Hallmark. But. Either way, doesn't matter. And it is called Accidentally Engaged. <laughs> Whoops, we got engaged. Whoops. I'm sorry, this movie is just, whew, it's a special, special time. We um, are going to have a good time with I this think one, so. I think. I think so, too. I think we're just going to jump right in because we're going to end up talking about a lot of things. So, uh, according, th- this I pulled from the Hallmark Movies Now synopsis. Um, when an unsuccessful actress goes home to attend a wedding, she tells her friends she is dating Chaz Hunter, a huge celebrity, to impress them. When her lies go public, Chaz arrives in an attempt to escape bad press. Disagree strongly. <laughs> strongly. That's not what this is about. <laughs> and it stars Brant Doherty and Lexi Giovag. Noli? Is that do you think you say that? Giavagnoli? Giavagnoli? Giavagnoli. 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 Lexi Giavagnoli. Yeah. Lexi G. Yeah. G Money. G Money. <laughs> so, um, Lexi G Money. Uh, she plays Clarissa, but not the one who explains it all. Ha 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 ha. Um, she is a somewhat struggling actress in LA. Um, as the audience, we are definitely supposed to think that she's not doing great, but she does have an agent, and a really good agent, because the agent believes in her strongly um, and thinks she has star quality. Um, so she gets sent to a lot of auditions, and she seems to be booking somewhat small roles. So shut up, Clarissa. You're doing great. Um, but anyway, um, we we first meet her. She has booked a role in a rom-com as a waitress with lines. So like an under five kind of dealy bob. Yeah, but like that's way better than a ton of people. So hell yeah. Like she's doing okay. Anyway, good job. The male lead in this rom com is prior teen idol Chaz Hunter. Uh, I got the impression that he's like if Justin Bieber were an actor kind of thing, where like he used to be a heartthrob and then he did some bad boy things and now he's like, oh, maybe I had it good being the heartthrob. <laughs> I was thinking about like JTT. Yeah, or sure. Devin Sawa. Yeah. Kinda, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, but he's played by Brant Doherty. Uh, during her scene, Clarissa spills coffee all over Chaz, even though she's the one person who is less than starstruck with him. <laughs> um, and he actually is pretty nice about it, uh, but his co-star 
is not and Clarissa is fired even though I don't think she actually spilled on the co-star I think it's just the co-star is just just a bitch being Um, drama but hey she still got paid and can still list it on her resume so it's not really that bad (laughs) no they they just kept saying why didn't you check your props that's acting 101 and I'm like it's a freaking coffee pot what I'm sorry right like I don't know I was like, yeah, okay, checking your props, but also it's an A, technically the prop master should have done that, and B, have you ever, like, I never check my coffee pot, like, No, and it's going to be cold coffee, and they probably have a couple uh, versions of that outfit in the costume place, whatever, Uh, whatever, Yeah. anyway. So, um, meanwhile, Clarissa's best friend, Maya, is getting married in their hometown in South Carolina. Um, I'm pretty sure it was South Carolina. I think so. Yeah. Um, so Clarissa returns home for the bridal shower, but she doesn't want to admit that she was fired from this big movie. Um, so when asked about Chaz Hunter, she kind of hems and haws, apparently, like, you know, on, via social media, and she had told them that she was in this movie with Chaz Hunter, blah, blah, blah. But so one of her friends from high school, who was kind of a bit of a bully back then and is still a bit of a bully, she pulls up a paparazzi picture of Chaz that includes the back of a woman's head and declares that it looks like Clarissa, so it must be Clarissa. And, oh my God, Clarissa, you have to tell us all about your new relationship <laughs> with Chaz Hunter. Um, so how anyone with a brain comes to this conclusion is sort of beyond me, and definitely Hannah as well, because we yep. talked about it. But Clarissa also doesn't say that it isn't her. Well, so she, I, See, I disagree. I think she does say, like, no, it's not me. But th- nobody believes her, and then she oh, ends yeah, up like, yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of being like, fine, it's me. Like, You're right, you're right. She yeah. does, she's like, no, that's not me. And they're like, come on, stop being modest. Yeah. And, and so, like, also it doesn't particularly look like the back of Clarissa's head anyway. <laughs> um, so um, Clarissa's... Um, she she gives up trying to convince that she's, like, telling the truth, and she allows them to think, like, okay, whatever. Who, what's the harm in thinking that they... What's the harm in them thinking that I'm with Chaz? Yeah. So whatever. Yeah, who cares? Uh, so the following day, when she is set to return to L.A., uh, the world has heard that the woman in the picture is Clarissa. So thank you so much, friends. Um, so she is followed and photographed and recognized, and uh, it sucks. And Ch- Chaz and the woman who actually was in the photo, because somebody was, and we know it wasn't Clarissa... Um, who happens to be his married publicist girlfriend, uh, decide that they actually do need the world to keep thinking that uh, it was Clarissa because it, it can't be her uh, in the photo so that nobody knows about their affair. Uh, so Chaz ends up approaching Clarissa to get her to like agree to help him. Um, and in doing so, he kneels down to grab a piece of paper off the floor and the paparazzi get a photo of, of him on one knee. So now they're engaged because that's the way this movie works. <laughs> that is the way it works. Um, so, I mean, this is like a social media paparazzi tabloid storm. So this is already so out of control that Clarissa and Chaz decide that they will play their parts and break up amicably over the weekend after Maya's wedding. Um, so Chaz is going to... Maya's wedding as Clarissa's date. 
which is pretty cool. Um, so they go out to Clarissa's hometown where everyone is shocked to find out that she really is dating Jazz Hunter. And oh my God, he's here. Um, which is like annoying because are... like her friends, it, the, the whole reason this is happening is because of her fucking friends. Anyway. Right, 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 right. And then, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's very funny. So her friends are fangirling and they're super jealous at the same time. Um, and then there's Graham. And Graham is like the boy from high school that was your best friend who you might have had a crush on and maybe not have a crush on, but he was your best friend. And like he obviously had a thing for Clarissa and Clarissa had a thing for him. And he's maybe not quite over it, but Graham sees um, Clarissa and Chaz together, is a little bit jealous, but Graham is also dating Kelly, who is the bully girl. So it's all very high school already still yes. back home. So the night before the wedding is the, uh, they're separate but at the same time bachelor bachelorette parties uh, at a beach resort. Um, so everybody goes to this beach resort because um, I guess Chaz is now invited to the bachelor party because that's how that that's works. How it goes. Um, but that's also when Susie, the publicist's girlfriend, who is also weirdly crazy jealous even though she is one of the few people who actually knows what's going on arrives as well to like keep tabs um and Chaz is not happy at all with Susie because he's actually enjoying hanging out with Clarissa um and he's starting to realize that like oh dating Susie is a lot of work and I actually don't like her She's just, like, attractive, and that's and, and there, and that was fun. But, like, oh, if I actually like them, they're better. Uh, <laughs> so, Clarick, yeah, Clarissa picks up really fast that uh, Susie is the actual girlfriend. Like, she's like, oh, this is what I'm doing this for. Okay. And while the, the parties go on without them, Chaz and Clarissa bond even more over this bottle of champagne. <laughs> this bottle of champagne that very clearly still has the Martinelli sparkling apple cider label yeah, on it. It's, which I love so, so much about it. Like, it. Uh, the fact that it's so obviously Martinelli. I wanted to say that for the what the fuck moments, but it was just right there. Yeah, it's, it is high on my what the fuck moments. I love it so much because it is crazy bonkers. <laughs> to be fair, when I was a kid, we used to call that kid champagne <laughs> true so they have more kid champagne so at the wedding which is mobbed by hiding paparazzi poor maya um chaz and clarissa have one dance which ends with a kiss which we all know what that means what kiss means forever <laughs> They try to play it off as basically a vacation from their real lives, but we all know better. And it's just at that moment that Susie gets the news that her husband has been caught making out with someone else. So now she finally has the ammunition to get her big settlement in her divorce, because that was like the big thing. She wanted to make sure she would uh, get a divorce but still get money. Um, which means that it is now time, right then and there, that Clarissa have to break up. Um at this wedding in front of everybody. Yeah. So Clarissa is upset, as she, of course, really does like Chaz at this point. 
Plus, she's dealing with self-esteem issues, which certainly aren't helped by Susie um, and uh, any of her, like, bully friends. Uh, so she does break up with Chaz, all while admitting to her friends that the whole thing was an act anyway. So it's like a weird, like, I'm breaking up with you, but it was never real kind of situation. Yeah. Uh, so Chaz and Susie leave. And Clarissa and her friends end up having um, a talk about how they've contributed to her self-esteem problem. And they actually do end up in a good place emotionally. Yeah. So back in L.A., Clarissa starts getting tons of auditions. Um, a lot of them have to do with the, the, the Chaz stunt, but not all, which I am curious about. Um, <laughs> we can talk about that later. Yep. Um, she then lands an arc on a TV show without having to audition, hired by someone who didn't know about the Chaz thing, but somehow knew about Clarissa and how she explains it all and is... <laughs> Sight unseen on this TV show. <laughs> it's like a so, six-episode arc, too. Like, it's not small. Yeah. It's like, no, you got this on your own, but how? <laughs> um, so Clarissa can believe in herself now that she is being validated. Hooray. And now she needs to quit her day job, which is always a good idea <laughs> after a six-episode arc. And no other job is lined up. But she goes to quit her coffee shop job, and she's going to be an actress full-time. So on her last day at the coffee shop, Chaz comes in to find her. And while not expecting it, Clarissa is happy to see him, because, again, she likes him. Mm. Uh, he tells her that he and Susie are no longer together, because, you know, Susie sucks. They sit at a table, and over a cup of coffee, they admit that they like each other. Um, and so they kiss over their coffee cups. And since one, one kiss, kiss means forever, forever, we know we've got a new Hollywood power couple in the making. <laughs> I almost said move over Brangelina, but oops. It's too late. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good, I don't know. John Legend and Chrissy yeah, Teigen yeah. are the only people that come to mind, yeah, really. I know. <laughs> Oh, Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell. There you go. That's a little bit better because I think that that fits more of what they do. I love them. I love them too. So this movie. This movie. What the fuck? Um, I feel like just start talking and then we'll. <laughs> I will. You just go down on the list. Yeah. Um. So okay. So okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna start off with the agent and. The, the whole acting acting business yes. in this universe. Yes. Um, first of all, when she gets fired from the job, the agent says, it's okay, we'll keep it on your headshot. Which, yes, you should attach your resume to your headshot, but <laughs> you don't put it on the headshot. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, but I, like I said, I, I, like, I really liked the agent because um, she, she truly believed in Clarissa. And the actress who plays Clarissa is not your average leading lady, thin, blonde beauty. No. She's not. She's a beautiful woman. Um, she was, she's just not your average, like, no. physique. Um, so the agent says as much. She says, you're not all lips and lashes, but you have star quality. And that legitimately, like, made me feel good about this and made me cry a little bit, whatever. Um, but the main thing that I want to mention with 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 this is it's strange because 
when she gets fired off of the job, she keeps on saying she feels like Clarissa keeps saying that she feels bad because the agent worked so hard to get her that audition and she feels really bad. They keep they keep seemingly using the term audition to mean booking the job. Like yeah. you got me that audition and I thank you. It's like you probably had like four auditions to get that job. Like right. it's not like <laughs> you got right. the job. She got you the audition. Like the whole relationship, like the fact that this girl has an agent is a little bit surprising. Like and that she's clearly going to enough auditions that she's being noticed like even before any of this really starts she's being sent out for, on auditions like every few days it yeah it's like. great she seems to be doing very well yeah um and she's also supposed to be 24 so she's doing really great yeah i was like what do you what's the problem here you seem fine you like yes you need a backup job and i totally get that but you have an agent which is more than a lot of people can say yeah um also, she goes in to see her agent a lot, like, as opposed to getting phone calls. <laughs> true, true. Well, you know, it's so they can have that that actor, <laughs> the agent yeah. actor, do their yeah. thing. Um, I do want to talk. So the movie they were shooting, the rom-com, um, first of all, uh, I don't know if you noticed when she gets fired, it's they're doing a rehearsal. They say it's a rehearsal. Oh my god, they're it's not even not, doing a take. They're not it's not even a take. Exactly. And I was like, what is happening? Also, they <laughs> say rolling, and it just doesn't make any sense to me at all. <laughs> um, the other thing that I just was like, they're so uncreative. Cause this movie that they're filming is called Coffee Shop Crush. <laughs> it's like we have we need this scene to be this scene. We don't need to worry about the rest of this movie. So don't worry about it. Like, We're just going to call it Coffee Shop Crush. Did you <laughs> notice that the way that they're sitting and like what they're saying is very much like how this movie ends? Oh, it's exactly how this movie it's ends. Exactly. I think that's the point. So it's like foreshadowing and super cute because that's how they met. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I half expected that I half expected him to get coffee in the lap at the end. <laughs> well, no, but this time he goes right because you know she's the one. Right. Oh yeah, that's true. Do you want to talk about the like craziness that is the uh, what is like the premise of this movie of like, everybody believing that this woman is her? Yeah, let's talk about that. Because the first person to say, like, oh, this must be you, is one of her coworkers at the coffee shop. And that, I was like, eh, I guess they have, like, wavy hair. Like, short. Like, like long, brown, wavy-ish hair. Yeah. It's like, okay. And then the next scene, she has flat-ironed hair. So clearly, this is somebody who can, like, change her hair... Pretty easily. What right. world? <laughs> Do people be like, that person has the same hair as you. It must be you. Right. Like, because it's, it's almost like they, like they somehow found out that, uh, like, she got a job in a movie with Chaz. They see a picture of Chaz with someone with brown hair, and they're like, that must be you. There's no other people in Hollywood with brown hair. Be. Right, it's just such a weird 
choice for all the people around her to be like, yep, yeah, this must be you. Because it doesn't, it the logic is just not there. My my very eloquent notes say they are dumb, 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 <laughs> dumb, dumb. That is what I have about this particular like coming to the conclusion about her and Chaz kissing in that photo. Just dumb. Yeah, because also you would think that especially if you had like bully friends and you actually started dating a celebrity, they would be like the first people you'd be like, guess who I'm dating? I mean, yes, but also can we talk about the fact that it is her friends doing the social media storm saying that it's Clarissa that gets... So how influential are these two people from <laughs> South Carolina on in the world of social media that now all of Hollywood is clamoring for Clarissa because of some people's tweets? Like, did it really go viral that much? Did it? Check your sources. Right. It's like, n- none of it makes any sense in terms of, like, what would actually happen in the real world. Right. Like, it's... Notting Hill, this what? is not. No, not at all. Like, <laughs> and it's sort of upsetting to be like, if this is how you're thinking, then it upsets me to think of what else you've come to the conclusion on. Right. <laughs> I mean, we do live in a world where we just believe whatever is on the social media, but like with a grain of salt. Yeah. Um, and pretty big one if you... I mean, that's the same with the the engagement, where it's like, there's no ring, he dropped something and went to pick it up, and he's not on his knees for long enough to ask, will you marry me? Right. He's like on his knees picking up a piece of paper, and then he turns around, and it just looks like, and then everybody else jumps to the conclusion that they're getting engaged. So if you think about it in terms of, like, timeline, it's, they would have met on set, got fired, had zero dates (laughs) no they had the one from the picture just the one from the picture which i think occurred before they the must have probably occurred before they filmed together maybe maybe i'm not i'm not sure about that but they had one kiss which we know means forever but come on (laughs) (laughs) you know we know it means forever but only if you're the leads in a hallmark movie that is true um so yes uh the other I want to talk about the wedding uh, that they're attending because the timing of this wedding is awful. I don't know. Like, it certainly seems it's a little bit hard to follow, but I'm pretty sure it is over a two weekend period. Weekend one is the bridal shower. Right. So Clarissa has to fly from LA to South Carolina go to this bridal shower fly home then the following weekend fly back out to south carolina right which there is a rehearsal dinner night one night two is the bachelor bachelorette party right which feels backwards right and then night three is the wedding what is happening (laughs) first and foremost i will never ever understand and I have never, ever attended a bachelorette party or a bachelor party that is the night before the wedding. Because it never should happen because it's really, really dumb. It's a bad, it's a it's a stupid idea. It's a bad idea because the whole point of your bachelor bachelorette party is to get 
obliterated and <laughs> you have spent i mean i'm talking from like a bridal point of view you will probably you probably have spent the last year and a half or whenever it was you got engaged getting bridal dress ready i am not going to be bloated because i will not fit into my dress you know what i mean right. <laughs> because right. i had too much I champagne mean, like or hungover for, for my sister's wedding uh because I didn't want to ask people to fly in more than once, we ended up doing it the weekend before, and that felt really, really tight yeah. schedule-wise. But it also was like, okay, like, how do we, fall? like, there are people who need to come to this bachelorette party who will need to fly in. So, like, let's make this as, as economical as we possibly can. I loved the bachelorette party, by the way. It was great. It was fun. Yeah, it was a good one. Um, but, like, uh, you know, it's one of those things where it's, like, had had that not needed to happen, I probably would have done it, like, a month or two before that. Gotcha. Yeah. I agree. So that whole thing, timing, is terrible. Whatever. Even the bride says that she's feeling it a little bit the next day, and a bride should yeah. never say that. And. No. Also, you're right. The re- I didn't even think about that. That The rehearsal dinner was the night before the bachelorette party, <laughs> but also in a different place because they ca- – so 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 Chaz and Clarissa fly in from L.A. together to attend this quote-unquote sh- rehearsal dinner, which they are late to. They miss it completely. Yes. And Maya is very, like, whatever. She's, like, angelic – like she is whatever the opposite of bridezilla is correct she's super easygoing but so then so they have that dinner and then the next day they drive to the beach resort where the wedding is taking place um and that's where the bachelorette party is and then and then the wedding so it kind of seems opposite that wouldn't you have like what is the point of having a rehearsal dinner if you were not at the venue where you'd be having the rehearsal that I don't have that big of a problem really? with because if you're doing yeah because you know like the rehearsal is to rehearse the wedding bit, so sometimes you can't get into like the church if you're doing it at a church oh, or true. whatever. So so that part doesn't like really bother me so much, um, but like having it be two nights before and a bachelorette party in the middle is crazy. Absolutely crazy. Absolutely. <laughs> Um, speaking of the road trip to the beach party, um, and I, if you if you have more to say this, it's fine. But I want to point out before I forget that her license plate is ABC one two three. I did not notice that. Oh yeah, South Carolina ABC one two three. So just oh, just think goodness. about just have that in your brain. You're welcome. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, so there's just, it's just a weird, there are a lot of weird choices. I've never actually been to one, but I've heard of bachelor bachelorette parties taking place at the same time uh-huh. for a couple. And I've heard about, like, joint bachelor bachelorette parties. But this was not, didn't seem to be a joint party. They just were happening at the same place at the same time. Yeah. Which felt very Mamma Mia to me. <laughs> yeah, it was very so that felt weird. But then on top of it, it seemed like all the so it was like this group of girls that were like high school friends were at the bachelorette party. It was like just the wedding party, but that's what the bachelorette party was. And then the bachelor party was their dates to the wedding. 
Must have been. Uh, I mean, I guess. Like, like I kept thinking, like, does does Pete, who is the groom, have his own friends? Like, what about his people? I mean, they could only <laughs> afford so many actors, so it had to be incestuous anyway. And they all they kept calling Pete old man because I guess he was just a couple years older than them. Yeah, I, I did the math out. He's six years older than they are. He was 30. Oh, and they were twenty four. So the same and same difference as me and my my beau. So yeah, no, it's not like a crazy amount. No, he is an old man though. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm an old lady. Uh... Um. So speaking speaking of like weird choices and kind of going back to um the rehearsal dinner, I want to kind of point out. Did you note? Did you notice that her costume for the rehearsal dinner is? Almost exactly the same as her costume for the next day. No. She's wearing like this blue dress me. and her hair is a certain way. And then the mm. next day for like to drive to um, the, the, the beach resort, she's wearing basically the same color palette with basically <laughs> the same look. But it's like actually it's a nicer outfit than what she wears to the rehearsal. Interesting. <laughs> it's really dumb. Interesting. Yeah. Uh. I mean, costuming in this movie was a little odd. It was. There were some that I really liked, but there was a lot of, like, Brent Doherty is wearing pants at some times where I'm like, uh, are you cutting off circulation to your balls in those? Like, they're so tight. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> um, I, have, I have just one more thing to say uh, that I thought was a really interesting what-the-fuck moment. Because because sure. this is one of those movies where they're fake dating, but you have to have those, those moments where they're starting to fall for each other or they find out something that, you know, oh, man, maybe we have more in common mm-hmm. than we think. Yeah. So um, Kelly and one of the other girls, they kind of um, – corner Chaz and are talking to him at the rehearsal dinner and they were talking about how Clarissa was always in plays at school blah 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 and that she was in um, Alice in Wonderland and she was like you know she was so good and Chaz is like oh really what part did she play and they're like oh the Queen of Hearts and he was like that's my favorite character (laughs) as if it was like some kind of oh wow she played my favorite character we must be in love now. <laughs> right, because uh, that's how uh, casting in school works, is you get to pick the part that you're cast in. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Apparently. Um, so that's all I really feel like. I, I think we've we've, uh, we've pretty much torn this to shreds before the segment, so... <laughs> yeah, I mean, my my personal favorite is, is always going to be the Martinelli's, uh, just because it's so... It's like, really? Really? Yes. And it took me, it took me a while to, like, I kept trying to, I looked very specifically at the label. I'm like, I know that, I know what that is. Come on, show me. Come on, show me. And like, full on, <laughs> at one point, the label is right there. It says Martinelli Sparkling Cider. And they're like drinking it like champagne. And I was like, come on, guys. It takes you two seconds to print something out and stick it over the label. Really? <laughs> Did you get permission from Martinelli's to use this? I'm pretty sure you didn't. No, I'm sure they didn't. <laughs> uh, Hallmark Hallmarks. I'm glad that she had a hangover from that apple juice. Sugar. <laughs> Good job. 
Hallmark Hallmarks. Uh, so my first one is uh, our favorite, Deception. Deception. They are lying to fucking everybody. Oh my god, Deception. Kind of themselves. Uh, wazoo. <laughs> Um, I have that she has to be nonchalant about the heartthrob. Remember my thesis in Starstruck? Um, mm-hmm. The leading lady has to be meh about the heartthrob. Yes. Uh, it's sort of a return to hometown situation, even though she's not moving there, like, fully. But she gets to, like, it's, like, big city girl in small town. Also big city guy in small town. True. But true, true. still. We have that happening. Um, I have that there is an arrangement that I help you, you help me pretend relationship. Um, so an ex or sort of an ex, because she never actually dates Graham ever in her life, but they're, he's like kind of close to an ex. Yeah. Uh, ends up seeing that they're good together and imparts wisdom to be like, yeah, I see why you're in love with him. Oh like, yeah. yeah, you should be together, kind of thing. <laughs> That's nice. I have the what? No, 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 no! I don't like him. I'm not into him. What? No. no never. Uh, there is sort of an interrupted kiss. True. There's also a I'm sorry I got caught up in the moment kiss. Yes. Yes. Um. And I have the parent who is too involved in their love lives. <laughs> <laughs> and I have that his love interest is a bitch. Yes. Oh, for sure. Um, pretty parade? Pretty parade. I have an anti and a pretty. Um, okay. I have two pretties, actually. Okay. So um, the Maya's mother is wearing a dress at her bridal shower that is teal polka dots and I just thought it was adorable and I wanted it and I thought it was great and I think like you're not supposed to care about it at all and I was like that's the best dress in this movie (laughs) what's funny is I said that Maya's rehearsal dress was really pretty which was like this tan floral like strappy really cool strappy thing um uh even though it was paired with like a really tacky Claire's diamond drop necklace but I liked the dress (laughs) Uh, my other pretty parade is Kelly's hair. Oh. It is, like, down to her, like, knees, practically. Like, long, straight, dark brown, and looks super thick and healthy. And I was like, oh, my God, her hair just looks like a waterfall. <laughs> Man, I wish I had that. That's why my hair is yeah. short. <laughs> my anti is Maya's wedding outfit. Her wedding dress. Yeah, it's not good. Oh, my God, not guys. Good. So I thought it was bad enough because she's wearing this, like, necklace that's, like, this big, like, takes up the whole decolletage area that's these white, <laughs> white enamel flowers that looks like if it was made out of lace, it would have been on your grandma's couch. And it takes up her... <laughs> whole like bust area and then i thought that was bad enough but then i saw when i saw the whole dress there's this big ass fucking flower just like (laughs) on her hip kind of inching towards her vag and i'm like what (laughs) is that flower get it away this is bad news yeah no it's not pretty um yeah like that i actually um 
I forgot to mention this. I'm not sure why why I didn't. Um, but in a Hallmark Hallmark kind of way, all of the girls have like statement necklaces on all the time. Oh, that's true. So signature statement necklaces. Um yeah. new and noteworthy? Or across the universe? Uh, across the universe, I have a few things. Me too. Um so number one. Um, I just thought it was fun because uh, the actress who plays Clar- Clarissa, Lexi G. Money, and the actress who plays Maya are both named Lexi. I had that down too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, huh. Um, we know that Pete and Maya are six years apart. Uh, and I looked it up, and Brant Doherty is six years older than Lexi G. Oh, wow. So I was like, hey, guys. Um, and then my personal uh, favorite across the universe that I have is uh, when they kiss at the wedding, Brent Doherty says, sorry, I didn't plan that part, which is essentially the same, like he says it in the same manner, in the same way as he does for a movie called Merry Kissmas when they kiss in the elevator and he goes, I don't think I was playing. <laughs> Oh, now, oh, man, I can't wait till we do that as an episode. Like, I, I love Merry Christmas so much. Um, so I have a couple other across the universes, actually. Um, so when they arrive at the beach resort, um, there's pretty high winds. And mm-hmm. I remember going, oh, my God, like, that's pretty windy. Are they going to get a hurricane for the wedding? <laughs> And I, I looked up some of the things on um, IMDb under the trivia because I just do that. And apparently mm-hmm. Hurricane Joaquin hit this film halfway through shooting. And so it was a hurricane and they had to um, just kind of focus on all the indoor stuff um, before. And so but they managed to finish on time, which is cool. My other um, it's not really an across the universe, but really more of a comment. So. I was looking up Lexi G because I, you know, I'd never seen her in anything. Um, mm-hmm. And I was looking at this stuff and I was like seeing, you know, how did this get made? Who made this movie? <laughs> and so I, I, I kept looking and I kept, and I saw, I saw all the titles and then I'm like, who wrote this movie? And then I clipped looking and I saw that they were very similar titles to Lexi. So Lexi apparently must have made friends with this woman while she was doing she was on the set for some kind of kids geography show must have made friends. And that woman has now produced almost every single movie that Lexi G has been in since then, which is quite a bit of like quite a bit. There's at least seven to 10 films that they have done together. So luckiest friend in the entire world. Yeah. Um, And one of them, Hannah is called pride and prejudice. The cut about a woman who gets cast as Elizabeth Bennett but has a problem with the accent and it is starring Lexi G and so I and it is on Amazon Prime so I think we might have to watch it uh yes 100% we're watching this movie <laughs> all right that I'm done with that um oh my god I've seen it oh you have you've seen it yeah You've seen seen everything. I can't ever pull one on you, (laughs) Hannah. I forgot about it, but now that I'm thinking about it, it's like, oh, yeah. And then she falls for the guy who was playing Mr. Darcy, and he's helping her with her accent. Uh, So, new and noteworthy? I have one. I have two. Ooh, okay, you go first. Okay, so 
The first one is that this movie actually has cheating in it because Susie is having an affair with Chaz Hunter, but she is like, it is not hidden at all that she is cheating on her husband. Yeah. Like a hundred percent. You're right. That is so, new and noteworthy. Yeah. Um, mine is that uh, Chaz and Clarissa are expected to stay in the same room. That was my next one, too. Yay! Supporting shout-out? Supporting shout-out. Um, um, I did have one. Oh. Um, my supporting shout-out was to Pete, the groom. Oh. Because he was, like, the only person in this movie where I was like, he's the one I would want to be friends with. He seems like he, like, can make fun of himself, and, like, it's kind of just, like, fun-loving, happy guy, like... Like yeah, but he was just like a good guy, like over all around, and I liked him a lot. I agree, he was really nice. I didn't write down anybody. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess Maya, maybe, but she was a little bit too perfect. So no. Yeah, I mean, that's. I think that's what I liked about Pete is like he got made fun of the entire movie, and he was like, yeah, no. <laughs> all right, kiss meter. Uh, so they were. There were two in this movie. Uh, yes. the, the first, like, one at the wedding and then the end one. Um, so the first one, I said, was an eight. I said it was sort of a surprise. Like, it kind of came out of the blue. But it it was kind of cute. But there also was a little bit of too much, like, in and out. Especially for, like, a kiss that they weren't expecting. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's why I gave it a seven, mm. actually. Like, it was a really good moment. It was really romantic. There was sweeping music, good atmosphere. Like, there was twinkle lights or something around them. Like, it looked like, and it looked like a good kiss. It really did. Yeah. But it just didn't really do it for me, so I, I mm. um, gave it a seven. Um, and then the second one was at the, they co- they kept calling it a diner, but it was a coffee shop, and we need yeah. to just, um, so at the coffee shop, over the table... Um, which is sort of like a weird, uncomfortable way to kiss somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I still thought it was uh, an eight because it was like cute and felt like very rom commy in like, of course, this is what would happen kind of way. Yeah, I was, you were nicer than me. I gave it a six just because I didn't really enjoy the look of the kiss as much. I, it was fine, but the line that preceded it was... Oh, it's bad. I've got everything I need it's right bad. here in front yeah. of me. <laughs> Gag with a coffee spoon. Just, I, like, I, yeah, I mean, you're bad. right. It was a super, like, legit rom-com moment, but that was too I mean, cliche. For me, yeah, yeah. Though I, I couldn't decide if they knew they were doing the scene from the fir- the beginning or not. I, I think they did. I think there was a twinkle in Lexi's eye that said, okay. "Are you getting? Are you getting the symbolism or the symmetry? Yeah. Are you yeah. getting it?" Okay. Um. So I think it's cuter if they know they're doing the scene. Yeah, and You're it's right. less. It's less like icky if they know they're doing the scene. So Hannah. Would you watch this movie? I think in the right frame of mind, sure. But only then. Like, this this is one of those, like, 
if you're going to get drunk and make fun of a movie, maybe this is a kind of fun one to do. But, like, I wouldn't earnestly watch this movie. I agree. Um, I, I feel like we need to start a list of <laughs> movies to get drunk by by Hannah and Katie. Yeah. Um, I, I Actually, no. I'm taking it back. I'm just taking back what I said. Because I was drunk watching this movie. <laughs> I it was it was Cinco de Mayo and Billy was plying me filled with his way too strong margaritas. I was drunk watching this movie and I was so mad and I only watched half of it. And then I watched the the next half of it the next day sober. I, I said that ultimately I thought the bones of this script weren't half bad, really. And it was a shame because there's some really lovely discussion about insecurity and negative self talk yeah. and how yeah. and how bad it is. And it was really beautiful conversation later in the movie. Yeah. And I really wish that they had primed Clarissa's character up with that a lot more than they did because it kind of comes out of left field. Yeah, it really, um, that she's insecure really at all. Yeah, 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 and that she had been bullied, and like I think that would have made a, if if the movie was more about that. Yeah, I think I would have enjoyed it a lot more. But the fact that, I mean, just listen to this podcast, and I don't have to explain it to you. <laughs> <laughs> so my my vote is no. My vote yeah. is no. Just oh, like I'm, what I think is interesting is that this is not the only movie where Brent Doherty and Lexi G are the leads. They've oh. done at least one other together. Um, and I think this one's better than the other one, which is weird. Because I actually like Brant Doherty. Yeah. Um, so maybe it's her. <laughs> I mean, I'll watch Pride and Prejudice, whatever it is. But Yeah. All right. Anyway. So that so... was um, that was accidentally a podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks for, for joining. You can watch this movie on Amazon Prime um, if and you home. so choose. Yeah. Uh, so thank you so much. Uh, if you want to follow us on the Twitters and the Facebooks and the Instagrams, or as this movie calls it, the Instapix, um, (laughs) uh, we are at one kiss means forever. One and four are the, the numbers. And you can email us, um, email us movie recommendations and thoughts if you want at, um, that is one kiss means forever at gmail.com. And one kiss means forever is spelled out as it is on our logo. Uh, and as always, thank you to Flint Pastures for our intro outro music. You can find his stuff on Spotify and SoundCloud. All right. I hope you guys don't get accidentally engaged. And have to deal with this mess. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Whoa, no. Whoa, no. So be safe. Bye, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Marvista.